on YouTube. Hi there, this is Joan Van Ark, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Here's Lucy. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. You might recall that a few months back we told you about Doors of Change. Doors of Change, nonprofit organization founded by Jeffrey Sitkoff that has used an arts and music program called Taking Music and Art to the Streets to help more than 8,300 homeless youths find forever homes across 14 states in the United States. Earlier this summer, Seven of America's most famous TV moms got together to support the efforts of Doors of Change. Now, one of the most celebrated daughters in the entertainment industry has now joined forces with Doors of Change to create awareness of the plight of homeless youth across the United States. That would be our next guest, Lucy Arnaz. Lucy Arnaz, daughter, of course, of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, and an accomplished singer, producer, philanthropist, and Broadway star in her own right. Lucy Arnaz, among other things, is the executive producer of both Being the Ricardos, the Oscar-nominated biopic about her parents' star Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem, and Lucy and Desi, the excellent documentary by Amy Poehler that reminds us that for all their accomplishments in television, Lucia Ball and Desi Arnaz were people just like you and me with all the foibles that come with being human. If all goes well, we'll ask Lucy a couple questions about her mom and dad later on in our conversation. In the meantime, Lucy Arnaz, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you very much. What a lovely introduction. Also on the line with us is our friend Jeffrey Sitkoff. Jeffrey Sitkoff, president and founder of Drawers of Change. Jeffrey, welcome back to our show. Thanks for having us, Ed. Lucy, you and I have a mutual friend in Harlan Bowl. I understand that Harlan was the angel that brought you and Jeffrey together and made you aware of Drawers of Change and what it does. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, you know, he's one of those people that doesn't ask you lightly to do certain things. <laughs> like, he call me up for just for just any old thing. And he's not a ribbon-cutting kind of PR guy. It's um, when he calls you, it's something that matters, and so you listen. And I checked out this organization thoroughly before I said yes. And, and that's why I, you know, it come, it, a lot of people call me and ask me to do things, and it's very hard sometimes to choose what to say yes to. And, but when, the, when someone you trust says, I've been working with this organization for a long time, I do pro bono work for them or whatever, then that means something, you know. And it's kind of local to me, which is something I like. I like working, you know, within the, a certain radius of where I actually live. That's right. It is local, but as you have said in uh, one of the videos you did for Doors of Change, you may think local, but it's a global problem, not only across the country, but beyond. And so you may think local, but you can act globally. Well, it's the other way around, really. It's, it's think globally and act locally. I mean, we worry about the problem on a global scale, but sometimes that's too overwhelming for everybody to figure out how to solve it. And so the way to solve it is if everybody in those local places around the globe worked locally, then collectively it would solve it, wouldn't it? You know? So well, that, that's what I try to do. That's what I get for thinking off the top of my head instead of actually looking at the, at, at the press <laughs> materials. Uh, is there a particular goal that you wanted to achieve or need, or, or, or need for the homeless that you wanted to achieve uh, that you wanted to address when you decided to join forces with Doors of Change? Lucy first, then Jeffrey. No, um, I, I usually don't think like that. I, I just wanted to jump in and see how I can be used. How can you use me? You know, 
sometimes I would appear at shelters or something near me, whether it's for pets or for people, and you just show up one day and say, hi, I've got five hours, how can I help? And that's really how I feel. What can I do that can help you in some way? And since they came to me, I'm kind of going by their lead. Um, they want me to be able to use whatever voice I have, whatever name value I have, and talk to people uh, because sometimes that does make a difference. Just like it made a difference when Harlan talked to me. It's somebody I knew and I trusted. Well, if I have a name that is somewhat trustworthy and I can speak about Doors of Change and people will listen and possibly get involved, maybe donate, maybe go volunteer, then that's great. It's hard to get the word out about things, for everything, whether you're trying to promote a Broadway show you're doing or a television show, whatever. It's always hard to get the word out. We always appreciate people like you, Ed, you know, who are willing to talk about it and let the people out there in the world know what's going on. And so I am a conduit. That's all I am, really, and I want to be used in whatever way will help Jeffrey. Jeffrey? Uh, well, I just wanted to say that, number one, I, I, this is a perfect example of someone that is passionate about making a difference. And Lucy is passionate about this cause. And for her to spend her time just to share with people her experience, her, you know, uh, her ideas about it, it creates you know, awareness about the situation. And once people are aware of the homeless youth situation, that there's 3.5 million youth that are homeless in America today, and San Diego, there's a couple thousand. You know, every city, you've got thousands of kids that are on the streets. They, they don't look like they're homeless kids, but there are homeless kids on the streets. And if we don't help them, they're going to be like the older people we see. You know, when you go down, especially downtown area, you see just, you know, just lined up with tents of people. We want to avoid that for these kids so they can have a better life for themselves and, and actually be productive citizens. So that's what we want. Lucy Arnaz and Jeffrey Sitkoff are on the line with us. Lucy recently joined forces with Jeffrey Sitkoff and his nonprofit organization, Doors of Change, to create awareness of the plight of homeless youth across the United States. Doors of Change uses arts and music to help keep homeless youth off the streets and, in many cases, help them find safe forever homes. As Jeffrey just said, there's more than 3.5 million homeless youth in the United States today, many of which are between the ages of 16 and 25. You can learn more about Doors of Change by going to doorsofchange.org, doorsofchange.org. Many other musical artists um, uh, besides Lucy Arnaz have become involved with Doors of Change. Uh, there's a cool uh, memorabilia page featuring one-of-a-kind memorabilia, signed keyboards, signed guitars. We could tell you how you can purchase that and how your purchase will help support the efforts of Doors of Change. We'll do that in just a second. Jeffrey, I understand that besides integrating arts and music into the work you do with Doors of Change, uh, what makes your organization unique is that you particularly focus on what is called transitional age youth, uh, uh, homeless youth, age 16 to 25. Was there a particular aha moment that led you to focus on that? Yes, that's, that's a great question, Ed. Um, for the first 10 years, we worked with kids 12 to 17, and that was very important. But we kept seeing on the streets when we went on outreach, which we've done for 20, 21 years now, uh, we saw these older kids, the 17, 16 to 25-year-olds, that no one was helping. And those are the kids that are kind of like they shove them under the rug. You know, uh, they don't worry about them. There's no funding for them. I said, you know, we've got to help these kids that no, one are, no one's helping. It wasn't the sexy thing to do because we've done this now for over 10 years of the 17 to 25-year-olds, the transitional age youth. But it was the very good decision we made because 
Now, thank God, more people are supporting that age group. Uh, and, and those are the age group, number one, it's the most underserved of the entire homeless population. People hear about the vets and about the adults and about the families. You rarely ever hear about the youth. But that age group is the most underserved. However, Ed, they have the greatest chance of breaking the cycle of homelessness if they trust you and they ask for help because they have not been involved for so many years that they're so messed up you know, mentally, emotionally, and physically that they are, will not get off the streets. So that's why we were very excited about working with this age group because we've seen over 21 years we've been doing this now, tremendous success stories of youth that have trusted us, gotten the services that they need, and then uh, with a lot of hard work have made their lives a lot better and are, you know, some are in law school, some have graduated, you know, colleges, uh, honored by uh, 25,000 people at Petco Park, one of our youth, uh, in front of, you know, that amount for employee of the year. So these kids can really excel if you give them a little handout and they trust you, they will ask for help. And you, you mentioned you initially started focusing on on uh, uh, use 12 to 17, but and if, if I may, I would say the entrepreneur in you recognized the greater need was 16 to 25. That's what an entrepreneur does. They recognize a need, a hole in the marketplace, and then you come up with a solution that serves that need. Well, I, uh, I consider it just what is the greatest need that is not being met. Where can we really make a big difference so we can help you know, more youth have a better life? And it just happened to be the 17 to 25-year-olds. And we go down to 16, 16 to 25. Um, you know, that's the age group, really. The, the biggest thing that's stopping them is they don't trust anybody. Because most of these kids, I think it's important that people understand this, why the youth are homeless. Most of them are not homeless by choice. They come from such dysfunction that it's safer for them to be on the streets than their home. They get raped, they get sodomized, they get beaten, they get taken advantage of. They, their parents are drug addicts or alcoholics, they're mentally ill. And so a lot of these kids, or if they're LGBTQ, and we have over 50% now are LGBTQ that are on the streets. Online with us are Lucy Arnaz and Jeffrey Sitkoff founder and president of Doors of Change. Lucy Arnaz recently joined forces with Doors of Change to create awareness of the plight of homeless youth across the United States. There are more than 3.5 million homeless youth in this country today, many of which are between the ages of 16 and 25. Doors of Change uses arts and music to keep homeless youth off the street and in many cases help them find safe forever homes. You can learn more about Doors of Change going to doorsofchange.org, Doors of Change. Dot org. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Jeffrey mentioned this when he was last on our program. Many artists, uh, many performers, musicians, comedians have supported the efforts of Doors of Change either by giving benefit concerts or by donating signed keyboards, signed guitars, or in the case of Jerry Seinfeld, a signed photograph display and making those items available for sale on the Doors of Change website. All proceeds from the sales of these items support the efforts of Doors of Change, doorsofchange.org forward slash memorabilia. I understand the concert you held uh, this past 4th of July, Jeffrey, was your biggest fundraiser ever. Congratulations. Thank you. You know, it's just like, um, you know, Lucy, like anybody, it's very hard to trust for donors. You know, they don't know who the organizations they can really trust to give their money to. And thank God that, that uh, you know, Lucy trusted us, that Billy Joel trusted us, 
Elton John trusted us, you know, and because they trusted us, others say, listen, if they're behind it, it must be a good organization. I'll help also. So we are very blessed to, uh, listen, there's many ways to give, but the most important thing is that you want to help. And if you want to help, like Ed said, go to the website, doorsofchange.org. We've got a couple, uh, actually several, uh, interviews of the homeless youth. They'll tell their story, uh, very powerful. And watch the top video on our website, the very, very top of the, uh, the home page. It's only three minutes, but you'll see how the art and music for many years has helped tremendously. Now, we have pivoted because of COVID, and we're not doing the art and music program in the last two, two and a half years, but we're getting actually even better results by going on the streets and we do what's called remote outreach, which means even though we might not see the youth as much since COVID, because these kids have scattered. Years ago, they were together, and you'd see, you know, two or three or four kids together. Now, you're lucky if you see one or two kids. That's not saying that they're not there. They're just hidden. They're in their cars sleeping. They're uh, on uh, sofas of friends uh, for couch surfing until they upset them, and then they kick them out of the house. But the most important thing is, is that we put these posters up. We've gotten so many hundreds of calls from homeless kids saying, I want help. And that's how we have been able to actually double our numbers. The last three years, we actually have doubled the numbers of youth we've placed in housing. This year alone, in half the year, we've already placed 214 youth in housing in half the year. To watch videos of some of the success stories, to find out how you can get involved with Doors of Change, doorsofchange.org. Doors of Change dot org. Uh, Jeffrey, without realizing it, you just set up my next question for Lucy. This is actually an email question from Karen. Karen is listening to us in Marin County up in Northern California. Karen writes, Lucy, I know that you have always been very philanthropic throughout your life and career. Is that something you got from your mom? Was there a particular charity that Lucille Ball was fond of or associated with? Yes, I think both my parents were always very generous uh, to others, well, whoever was in need, and it was it was very local. I mean, if they had friends that had hospital bills, they would go and pay them, you know, people that they knew were not as well off. And my mother always gave to children's charities. I think she always felt blessed that she said she had two healthy children, you know, mm-hmm. you know and, and in those days you'd just say, oh, ten fingers and ten toes, they're healthy. Well, there's <laughs> a lot of other stuff that can go wrong yes. with your kids after they, you know, get to a certain age. And uh, But she was always involved with youth. And uh, so I guess it's in, embedded in me somewhere, give back, you know, as mm-hmm. much as you can. I'm, I'm lucky. I had a house. I had a loving family and a roof over my head. And... Uh, I look at some of the, the kids today and I say, who's paying attention to this? Who, who's on the case? Because if you think about it, I'm listening to you guys say it's 3.5 million kids that are you know, homeless now. Well, I, I remember hearing it was 1.6 million in 2015. So that's seven years. It's more than doubled. Wow. So what's the government doing? What are people focused on? I mean, they're, we're trying to house these kids, but there aren't enough houses. There aren't enough places for them. Uh, most of these houses can only take maybe 18, 20 beds, and they have to take a lottery sometimes, you know, to get in. And uh, it's a huge problem. When I grew up, I, I was aware of the homeless problem in Los Angeles because my fiancé at the time was a documentary maker, and he made a documentary called Fifth Street, and it was all about the bums on Fifth Street, mm-hmm. right, the hobos. 
and they were all older. They were all in their 60s and 70s. I didn't see one single homeless child or youth then. I was not aware of it at all. It's very odd to me to see, like, so many people that are homeless and that it's not getting better. It's getting worse. So, I mean, since people have, you know, felt willing to come out of the closet, of course, that's changed things a lot. They're trying to grab onto who they are. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the parents are not saying, I understand, I love you, you have to go your own way. They go, get out of my house, you know, (laughs) which is horrifying. It's, It's despicable. And other kids, yes, they have other problems, the sexual abuse, or there's violence in the home, there's drug addiction, what, whatever. And sometimes kids are just homeless because they're lost, and their parents don't know what to do. And they've said, you can't come home if you're like this, and so they don't. And they need help, too. I mean, there's all these various things. But as Jeff said, they don't trust anybody. Yeah. They think people are going to steal their stuff, they're going to you know, get uh, attack them in the middle of the night. They don't sleep. There's so much to be done, and somebody needs to be focused on it. And I know Jeffrey's not the only, you know, organization in the country. Thank God there's a national network for youth. There's a national association, uh, you know, and homeless children and youth. There's various. There's a place called True Colors that I think is still functioning. But anything that you can do where you are, that you can keep an eye on it too. I say go locally because you can check in it, you know, check on it and make sure it's actually working. That you know what you're doing is helping, and you know, the money you're giving is being used. And so, yeah, this is a tremendous problem. And among all the other problems we have in the world, you know, the, the climate change and and drug problems and everything else, it's it's a big one because these are the people that are going to try to continue living on the planet. And if they don't see a nice future, then our future is trashed as well. Lucy Arnaz is on the line with us. Lucy Arnaz, daughter, of course, of Lucio Ball and Desi Arnaz. Lucy recently joined forces with Jeffrey Sitkoff, founder and president of Doors of Change, to create awareness of the plight of homeless youth across the United States. Take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with Lucy and Jeff about the efforts of Doors of Change. Plus, Lucy will answer a couple more email questions from you about her mom and dad. All that and more. We continue our conversation with, with Lucy Arnaz and Jeffrey Sitkoff here on TV Confidential. One more item, our friend Chuck Harder, Mr. Entertainment, recently performed an hour of song at Sideshow Books in Los Angeles. A few weeks back, I was in the audience that night, and Chuck gave us a wonderful evening of stories and songs. Check it out on YouTube for free. Chuck Harder, in person, Sideshow Books on YouTube. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.